Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. Imagine if you were selling, for example, a, a human tick removal device, right? To remove blood-sucking ticks. Like, how do you get a quick burst of real reviews on, on that kind of a, a product, right? Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue stream and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. This is episode number five. My name is Manny Coates. And since this is only episode five, I just kind of want to reiterate that it's called the AMPM podcast because it's my goal to help you all uh, to and myself, of course, to build perpetual income, residual income that comes in all day long, 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM. So I probably won't keep mentioning this in the future, but uh, since we're only on episode five, just want to kind of throw that out there. And as the intro stated, we all definitely want fatter wallets. And if we've got bosses, we want to get rid of them. We want to fire our bosses. And for sure, I think we could all use longer vacations. Beautiful, awesome, long vacations. So this episode is a little bit different. Um, We're on episode five, and I'm going to be talking about how to get started in uh, selling on Amazon and why uh, you should get started in selling on Amazon. I mentioned in episode one that my goal was to hit $25,000 in 90 days. It was a short-term goal, three-month goal. And, um, you know, will it all be profit? No, of course not. We all know that. You know, there's too many people that are not transparent. They say, man, I made $100,000, but they spent $100,000 to make it. Maybe more. Maybe they didn't even make any money. So, I'm going to go for 25000 in revenue. I don't know what my net profit will be, but we'll, we'll talk about those revenue numbers as they come in. Um, I've already got a new product online super fast, uh, the fastest you can possibly get it online. I want to talk about that. It made over $2,000 in less than a week with no marketing, and it only had one five-star review um, as a test order. So it's pretty ninja, pretty cool. Uh, almost nobody I talk to even knows about the process and how this works. So I'm not going to talk about it until a little bit further down the road um, after I've done some marketing and applied it to the product to see what happens uh, because I haven't even done that. So I'm super excited about that. By the way, a little fact about me, I am a nerd at heart, a nerd. And I I love to uh, find out little weird things. And so I'm curious, you know, how many of you guys know how Amazon got its name? Did you know, for example, that the founder... Jeff Bezos, um, he originally called it Cadabra, Cadabra, right? Like as in uh, Abracadabra. Uh, but then during one of his meetings, his lawyer actually misheard the name. He instead of Cad- <laughs> instead of Cadabra, he thought it was Cadaver. So you know that changed uh, Jeff's mind right there. He's like, you you know, I can't have a a company being misheard as Cadaver. That's probably not so good for business. But he did want a name that started with the letter A. Because back in the day, if, if any of you guys were actually doing any kind of online marketing, sales, advertising, uh, many of the website listings back then were listed alphabetically. So if you had a product that started with A, boom, you're at the, at the beginning. One of the other things that he wanted to do uh, is he wanted to convey size, especially you know, as Earth's biggest bookstore, 
which that's what Amazon was when it started out, was only books. So he decided he was going to go after the world's largest river, the Amazon. And uh, there you go. That's how he got the name. Oh, another fact about Amazon. Uh, I don't think very many people know this one. The logo itself, if you, I, I mean, if you're selling or you're thinking about selling, maybe you have the Amazon, an Amazon box around you. But check out the logo. It's got that curvy arrow on that is placed very strategically under the, uh, the word Amazon. See that? It, uh, it creates a smiley face under that word, under the word Amazon. And if you look at it, it looks like there's a little dimple. I'm looking at it right now. There's a little dimple in the smile. Okay, but what's interesting, I mean, that's kind of cool because it's a little smiley face, but it also shows you that you can get anything from Amazon uh, from A to Z, right? A to Z. Now you're like, wait, I don't, I don't get it. How so? Well, take a look at the box again. It starts the, the little uh, swoopy arrow thing. It starts at the letter A and it ends at the letter Z, right? So anything from A to Z. Pretty interesting. Pretty cool. Anyways, a little nerdy fact. I don't think anybody knows about that, but if you're ever out with some friends having a drink, boom, there's a little uh, <laughs> a little nerd fact you can throw on them. So, okay, let's get serious here. Why Amazon private labeling? I guess that's probably the first thing. Uh, well, let me, answer, or let me answer this. Uh, where else can you get into a business with almost, or I wouldn't say almost, no, but very little capital and pretty much get started immediately? Well, you can do it with Amazon. You can start with very, very little money. Um, you don't need a storefront. You don't, you know, you don't need to hire employees. You don't have to do 90% of what you would normally have to do if you're going to open, let's say, a, a brick and mortar type business. You can pick a product that means a lot to you, you know, something that you're passionate about. How often do people get to do this in their business? You know, find something that you're really passionate about and focus your business around that and do it. And you're going to be your own boss. That's probably uh, one of the biggest perks, you know, your own boss. You set your own hours. You set your, I mean, if you're working really long hours, you know that you're at least doing it for your own business. You're building up your brand. And um, that's the other thing. You're, you're building as many brands as you want. You don't have to have just one brand. Okay. You can set up brands super quickly. Uh, but once you get any of these brands, any of these products going, the great thing about Amazon is it's extremely scalable. Okay. I mean, you can blow this thing up through pay-per-click advertising or through AdWords or Facebook, YouTube ads. I mean, there's there's so many places where you can actually drive traffic. Now, I think Amazon pay-per-click is the best for sure, just because people are there, they're ready to buy. But there's other ways of driving really cheap traffic, way cheaper than Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, not Facebook, uh, than Amazon traffic. But, you know, the, the users aren't ready to buy uh, like they are on when, when they're seeing an ad right there on Amazon. So when I first was going to get into this, um, I had a buddy, he's like, man, you, you can just get, uh, you can get into Amazon real quick. You don't have to worry about um, setting up a professional account. Just go in and do this and that. And boom, it was, it would be done, right? It sounded a little bit too easy. So I went and researched a little bit and it's not quite that easy. Um, at least not if you have bigger dreams than just, you know, selling a few books every month. So the first thing you want to do for sure is you want to get a professional account on Amazon, okay? So if you're serious about private labeling, you definitely want to get a professional account. And there's there's a few reasons for this. The uh, pro account lets you sell in a lot more categories in the free account, about twice as many, actually. So don't limit yourself to just, uh, I guess, to half of the amount of 
categories. You might want to be selling in those categories. So folks, I mean, bottom line is you're starting a business, right? So I'll be honest, there, there's just certain fees that you're going to have to need to pay in order to be a, a successful private label seller on Amazon. If you don't, if you don't have the right tools, if you're not subscribed to the right services, if you aren't sending the right emails through services that you sign up, you're just going to be working way too many hours. You're going to be working really hard, not working smart. And you think you might be saving money, but because of the hours that you're working, um, it's just not going to be worth it at all. Uh, sign up, or don't do the free account, sign up for the pro account. All right, enough on that. One of the most frequent questions that's asked uh, by people is, you know, should I set up, should I set up my company under my name? Should I use uh, a corporation? Should I go get a company set up, a corporation or an LLC? Definitely talk to your, your accountant, your CPA, your attorney, whoever you have, and find out what, what will work for you. But for me, I use an LLC. With the LLC, my personal liability for what happens when the company gets in trouble, for example, if it gets sued, um, then the company's being sued, not me. My personal assets aren't going to be at stake. So the LLC uh, also has various tax advantages, uh, potentially. Again, you got to talk to your CPA about that. Uh, but for, for me specifically, it's the, the liability issues. You never know. In this business, especially in the, in the United States, everybody's sue happy, right? So God forbid, you know, somebody buys your product and decides to eat the cables and then sues you or, <laughs> or something weird, right? I mean, come on, there, anything can happen. So, <laughs> all right, so let, let's talk about the next thing. Let's get to the important stuff. How to find products you want to sell on Amazon, right? Everybody wants to know, how do you find products on Amazon? I'm doing my voices now. My, my regular personality is coming out. Okay, so the first part you need to do is researching existing products. Um, or the product selection, right? So what market do you want to go after? Ask yourself that. Is there a product that you're passionate about? Do you have a hobby, for example? Are you really into specific sports? Are you into horseback riding or racing cars or uh, backpacking or canoeing? Whatever it is, you know, you have some kind of passion. Maybe it's fitness. I always think that if you have a passion for something, it's always a good business to get into because you really love it. But um, I always say, you know, don't, don't only get into it because you're passionate because I've seen a lot of people that get into businesses that are just brutal, whether it's hours or financially, just because they love whatever it is that they're into and it just it's not a, a good money maker. But if you can find something that you're really passionate about and at the same time it's a good uh, revenue generator, then man, that's a slam dunk, right? But keep your eyes peeled. Um, for example, I've got a product <laughs> that is really, really weird. Um, it's something that I have 0% interest in, something I wouldn't even use. And I don't know anybody that w would use it. There's only actually one company that sells something like this. It's totally not patented and it gets a couple thousand sales uh, per month. And with it only having that one company um, that actually sells it, I should be able to dominate that particular niche. It's like super niche. It's crazy. I don't even know how I'm going to get reviews on it, to be honest with you. I mean, Imagine if you were selling, for example, a, a human tick removal device, right? To remove blood-sucking ticks. Like, how do you get a quick burst of real reviews on, on that kind of a, a product, right? I mean, it's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm dealing with on, on this particular one. But you know me, I love challenges, so boom, let's, let's try it. Okay, so back to you and your products. You want to make a list, okay? Amazon allows you to sell just about anything. And honestly, there's a buyer for just about everything. So do this, you know, as you go about your day, look around 
wherever you're at, just look and see what you see. You know, what do you see in your office? What about in your house or when you're at a restaurant or a friend's house? What do you see? You know, just take uh, or take uh, mental notes. And, um, you know, the next time you're walking through the mall or you're at a movie theater, look around, you know, wherever you happen to go, just make a list. Um, I have Evernote on my phone. Evernote is a really cool little app that allows you to do all kinds of stuff with note taking and audio notes and pictures. I use it for everything. It's a, and it syncs between all my devices. So check that out. It's amazing. So once you have this list, this really long list of items, you can start looking these up on, on Amazon. And then you can probably look at the related products that pop up when you're actually looking at those products. And that will give you even more ideas. Okay, so keep clicking into those related products and you're bound to find something. And it's weird, right? Because you start off with whatever it is, you know, you've got a, uh, you know, a set of headphones and the headphones leads into, you know, a, a shower speaker, which then leads into something for the bathroom. And then before you know it, you've got a product that, that is making, uh, or you found that you've researched that has a lot of sales, has low competition, and you found a supplier that you can actually, uh, you know, create this product for yourself. So you're writing down all these items as you're going through Amazon, right? All the related products, you're still making this list. You want to build this list up pretty large because you want a lot to choose from, but that doesn't have to be the only place. You should take it, you know, even further. Uh, take a look at magazines, right? Yeah, I mean, there's magazines everywhere. Look at the pictures that are in the magazine and identify the items that are in the photos. What's in the background? What's on that table in the photo? You know, what do you see? Write it down, flip on the TV and see what the, the shopping networks are selling. You know, get ideas, uh, write those things down. If your kids are watching TV, you know, what kind of toys are being advertised during the commercials? These are brand name products, but perhaps you can get something uh, similarly made. You know, it doesn't, it, it's something similar to what's popular, but you can do it without violating any patents or trademarks. Think about your hobbies. We talked about this earlier, you know, and the hobbies of your friends. You know, Facebook is a fantastic place to go and and see what people are interested in. They're they're always posting. Uh, your friends are always posting activities, things that they're doing. So that should give you tons of ideas. You know, uh, I mean, geez, looking at my Facebook page with what my friends are posting, I could see products for camping gear, or racing, or equipment for, geez, for just about anything. Maybe items that that help with traveling. Uh, just let your imagination go wild. So, anyways, um, I gave you some ideas, but for me, I think. The best place to find the products, again, is just to go back to, to Amazon. I think browsing through Amazon is the best place. And start with the category that interests you. Now, here's a cool way of doing it, though. If you go to Amazon.com forward slash movers dash and dash shaker. So it's movers and shakers with a dash in between each word. That's going to show you the products that are gaining the most sales rank. Now, I'm going to put the link in the uh, the show notes, so you don't have to write it down now. You can just uh, go check out the show notes on the the website at ampmpodcast.com. But these are the products, the movers and shakers. These are the products that had the highest jump in rank in the past 24 hours. Okay, so they were at some level and then they jumped up thousands of rank points, BSR they call it. Um, and it's a fantastic place to see products that are on the move. And a lot of people don't even know that this, this page exists on Amazon. While you're on this page, over on the far left are going to be all the categories. Each of the categories will have its own movers and shakers. So you can click into those categories and see what uh, what products are actually moving there. You can pick the categories that interest you or skip the ones that, that you just could care less about. So now take a look at the top. 
of the page. You're going to see other things up there by the or right below the, the search field. You'll see categories like top rated or most wished for and best sellers. Okay, these are gold mines. They're just waiting for you to discover amazing golden nuggets in there. I love using golden nuggets because there's always a golden nugget to be found. Um, so to make it easy, um, I also put the link to those in the, the show notes in case you just want to click it and, and go check them out. But yeah, like the best sellers, you can see what, what the best selling stuff is and then get some ideas from that. I know I have. You need to make yourself familiar with subcategories as well. And so what I mean by that is if you're, let's say you're on the best sellers or in the any of the categories, and if I click on, um, let's say I click on home improvement, or you click on home improvement, um, this is going to open up subcategories on the left side, okay? And in these subcategories for home improvement, you'll see stuff like kitchen and bath fixtures and, and other categories. So if I click on kitchen and bath fixtures, I'm now into the subcategories, right? So if I want to be even more specific, I can continue to click on additional subcategories and go deeper and deeper. So the deeper you go, typically is less sales. Because, but there is less competition, so you got to kind of balance it out and and see uh, see what works for you. All right, so here's another way to find products. Go to Amazon and type something in. All right, for example, go and type doorknobs. On the search results page, you're going to see something that says related searches. Okay, this is constantly updating at the time of this podcast. It's saying door handle, sorry, it's saying door handle, doorknobs, exterior doorknob. So this is from typing in doorknobs. So it says door handle, doorknobs, exterior doorknob. These are the search terms that Amazon is telling you that people also use to find doorknobs. So you can click into each of those and see even more results, right? Oh, and by the way, absolutely copy those related search phrases down if that's a product that you're you're interested in um, because these are pretty much gift keywords from Amazon, all right? They're, they're telling you what people are actually using or searching for to find these types of products. So anyways, we can... Uh, we can use these later in our product keywords to help other people find our products uh, once we if this is something that we're actually going to be using right it's smart so we'll cover that more in depth in, in another episode because there's just a ton to cover okay something that you really need to think about is are you looking to create a brand a brand right I am and in my opinion you should be too so are you going to want to sell this brand or the entire company down the road for example if you get big enough this could happen. It could be something that you're, you're approached by another company that wants to buy this particular brand. Either they want to make money with it, they want to get you off the market. There could be a great opportunity there for you. This reminds me, I've got a buddy that uh, I could probably bring onto one of the, the shows or one of the episodes to discuss um, what he looks for when sourcing businesses for his clients. He's a uh, an online business broker. So um, if you guys would like to have that person on, you know, if you'd like an episode on that, um, let me know. Go to the ampmpodcast.com uh, website and, and uh, send me a message and let me know that that's something you would like. So back to the brands. Um, related products are going to increase your sales. Uh, and this is related products within your brand. So you want to pick a niche where you can expand your primary product into additional products. Okay, so that, that might sound a little confusing. So let me give you an example. Let's say that your main product is a garden hose, okay? And you have a brand. You call yourself, you know, Garden Plus, let's, as an example. So your garden hose is your first product. Maybe your next product is a spray nozzle, right? That would go with the garden hose. That's also under your Garden Plus brand. And then you would have other yard accessories uh, that, you could keep, that you could keep coming out with to expand that brand. So that's what I mean by, you know, expanding 
the products within that brand. And when somebody buys one of your products, let's say they buy the hose, Amazon may very likely show your spray nozzle or your other yard accessories that are also within your brand as products for them to buy. So you can get two sales, three sales out of that same customer. So it's definitely something I recommend you doing, building up a brand, taking um, a category and having very related products so that you can, so that one of them can build up the other one. And there's a lot of other reasons why doing this makes sense. Uh, some advanced tactics down the road for using those same customers to, to actually buy your, your products. That being said, you want to choose just one product to start. Now, not everybody needs to do this. A lot, a lot of people want to start big. They've got the finances for it. But most people should start with just one product. And they should build that up. You can build one product into a million dollar a year product, right? Let's give you an example. If you find a product that is just amazing and you can make a $20 profit margin on that and you're selling 4,000 units per month, that's an $80,000 per month product that's putting you almost at the $1 million mark per year just off that product. Now, it's not easy to find a product that can do that kind of volume. But you see it all the time when you're researching products uh, and you're using the right tools. You're going to see products out there that are doing just massive amounts of sales. And some of them have really big profit margins or it looks like they have really big profit margins. So again, just focus on that one product. And I, I think you'll go really far. If you concentrate on just that one product, you only have to focus on that particular product, getting that inventory in and maintaining the inventory. It's just a lot easier. There's also less cost associated with promoting that product. Remember, um, with each product that you come out with, there's going to be marketing costs. So there's a marketing cost of pay-per-click. There's the marketing cost of getting reviews on your product. There's just there's costs that are associated with each product. And the more you have, the you're just multiplying uh, those costs. All right, guys, we're going to end this episode here. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking about product sizes, how the wrong size can cost you dearly, and products you should avoid. So you'll be able to check that out in episode six. And I'll see you there. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the AMPM podcast hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider insider tools, tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.